What's up, everybody? Welcome to the fourth episode of The Reach Conspiracy Theorist. I'm Luis Ramos. Follow me on IG, Luis underscore freaking underscore Ramos. Follow me on Twitter, The Reach Conspiracy Theorist Podcast. Um, today's episode is a little more serious. It's not as cartoony as the first two episodes. We'll get episodes like this every now and then. Um, today's not going to be as lighthearted as the other episodes were. But um, I want to discuss something. It's been bothering me. Nick Cannon brought it up. Nick Cannon got in trouble for it. Uh, he also said other things. Agree to disagree. Disagree to agree. Whatever you want to do. But um, we're not touching on all the topics he said. The main topic is blacks being the original Jews. And I want to go through that biblically. Scientifically. And um, historically. And hopefully you guys can see where I'm coming from with this. I'm going to give you guys a note if you guys don't know me. Most of the guys who listen to my podcast, most of the ladies and gentlemen that listen to my podcast know me. I in no way, shape, or form look black, look African. So this is not coming from a biased point of view. This is coming from a historical point of view. You go on my IG page, you're going to say, look at that Spanish boy, look at that white boy. That's what you're going to say. So in no way, shape, or form am I coming from a biased standpoint. Now, is it anti-Semitic to say blacks are the original Jews? No, because they are the original Jews. Non-biblical, and I'm going to give you my feelings on biblical stuff. I believe they're just allegories. They're stories to explain events to, that they couldn't explain before. So they made it into a, a story and it became this, this thing. That we now know as fact. If you are a religious person and you believe the Bible is the be all end all. This is not meant to offend you. I'm giving you my point of view. Okay, so we're going to start from a biblical sense. How are blacks the original Jews? Noah had three sons. Shem, Ham, Japheth. We're not going to talk about Japheth really at all at this point. We're going to talk about Ham and Shem. Ham, if you look at a theory called the Hermetic theory, Ham is always identified as African, the African people. In fact, the Hermetic theory was used to justify the Atlantic slave trade and used to justify the colonization of many African countries. I'm not saying it's right, but we're staying on a biblical standpoint here, people. You'll see where I disagree with it when we get off the biblical topic. Ham had a son named Cush. Cush is known even throughout history as, I believe, the Ethiopians of that area. From Cush comes Nimrod. Nimrod was a great hunter according to the Bible and a, a mighty man on earth. Nimrod goes into Mesopotamia built cities, built the Tower of Babel. Okay, so if Nimrod, an African, went into, according to the Hermetic theory, goes into Mesopotamia, he's probably bringing other African people with him. So at this time, Mesopotamia was probably very African. As far as features, people, and culture. Who comes out of Mesopotamia, even though according to the Bible, He's of Semitic origin. 
And this is where the Y chromosome on the scientific topic is going to come in. Very important. But I'll get to that because I don't want to jump all over the place. Abraham comes out of Mesopotamia. So Abraham himself had to be very African in features, color. And when I say African, I mean African. I know North Africa now tends to be very light-skinned, but that's due to invasions and wars and mixing. Some of them are still very African in origin when they take a DNA test, but we'll get into that later. Abraham comes out of Mesopotamia, a Semitic man in a very Africanized country at the time because we know Nimrod was the guy there. And we know past colonizations, whether it be Rome, America, when people tend to colonize, they bring their people and their people tend to mix and mix out and do all that other stuff. But we know colonization tends to bring a foreign group of people in to become the dominant people. We've seen it in America, throughout the Americas. We've seen it in South Africa. We've seen it in Palestine, which is now known as Israel. European people go, they take it over, they become the main population. So let's say Nimrod, a Hamite, did the same thing. We know Mesopotamia at that time was very Africanized. Abraham leaves, goes into the land of Canaan. Canaan was the son of Ham. Another Hermetic theory, they were African people. So Canaan is what is now known as Israel today in Palestine, was known as Canaan biblically back in the day. Canaan was an African nation or an Africanized nation, group of people. Abraham went into there. Abraham has Isaac. Abraham has Jacob. Jacob moves into Israel with his 12 sons, moves into Egypt with his 12 sons that will later become the Israelites. Egypt, pre any invasion from the Persians, the Romans, the Greeks, was African, black African. They're not an Arabic country. They're not in the Middle East. Egypt is in Africa. Okay. Uh, could look at a map and you can see that yourself. Israel grows as a nation in Egypt, which means for generations they were mixing with Egyptian people. Whether even if it's just the Israelite males mixing with Egyptian women for generations, those males would have to look, oh, excuse me, have to look African. Moses leads the Israelites out of Egypt back into Canaan. And another African group of people and the Israelites settle there and take over the land, which means they most likely mix with the Canaanites and kill them off as well, but most likely mixed with them. So there's no doubt. I just I'm giving you guys a source here that you guys can look up yourself that the Israelites would have to had been black in skin color. So now we're done with the biblical side of that. Let's jump into the scientific side of that. Okay, and we're going to focus mostly on the Y chromosome here and the Y chromosome only because it's not discredited in any women. But the men only could carry a Y chromosome. Women, men carry a Y chromosome and a myochondrial, myochondrial chromosome from their mother. Women only carry the myochondrial chromosome. Myochondrial chromosome, powerful. 
But the Y chromosome is important because it gives you your point of origin on your father's side. So if you take a DNA test and you see what you're mixed with, your Y chromosome gives you your origin on your father's side. mtDNA, mitochondrial DNA, gives you a point of origin on your mother's side. And you just get an idea of their taste in people and on how they mixed and made it to make you. Okay? Biblically, you follow, you, use, you follow your father's lineage. So this is why we're only going face off the Y chromosome. Don't believe me? Look at Queen Esther. She was an Israelite. She married a non-Israelite man. She went with him. That was it. You're done. You don't hear about her no more. Ruth was a non-Israelite, married an Israelite man. She was absorbed into the Israelite culture. Biblically. So we're following that. We tend to know back in the day tribes would marry foreign women, bring the women into their tribe, raise the kids as their tribe, even though their kids had a foreign mother. Okay, by foreign mother, I mean a woman not of the same tribe or clan as the father. So we're going to go on the Y chromosome now. Most Jewish people, modern Jewish people, Ashkenazis and Sephardi Jews, tend to practice this thing. Not all, but many do who follow DNA tend to practice this thing called the Cohen gene. The Cohen gene supposedly links you to being an Israelite, according to them. The only thing there is that you have genes that are not linked to each other at all. J is, is the big Cohen gene, right? Y chromosome J tends to be of West Asian origin. Uh, Western Asia, the Middle East, Arabia Felix, the Arabian Peninsula, them, them places. The next one is Y chromosome E. Y chromosome E is, there's a debate about it, but most scientists tend to agree it's African in origin. Most men in Africa are Y chromosome E, or some subclass of Y chromosome E. Most people of the African diaspora, or diaspora, I know I'm butchering that, are Y chromosome E. Then you have some other ones that they include when they see a certain number of Jewish people tend to start coming up with that. So you have Y chromosome Q, which is uh, native, but mostly Native Americans are Y chromosome Q. Larry David, if you guys watch Kirby Enthusiasm or Seinfeld, is Y chromosome Q. But he fits into that Cohen gene because some Jewish people carry that, which means possibly they had a Native American ancestor or an ancestor from Siberia of that, you know, that, that origin. So they follow that and none of those genes have nothing to do with each other. E is totally separate from J, got a totally different point of origin than J. E is African, J is not. Q is more into the Siberia area going into the Americas. J and E is not. So the Cohen gene is nonsense. It's not to offend anybody, but it's not, it doesn't hold no, no weight. But I will tell you what does. I am butchering these people's name and I will spell it out for you. N-A-T-U-F-I-A-N. Nafutians, I believe I'm saying it wrong. Nafutian are a group of people that built the city of Jericho.
They also are a same group of people who brought in a large amount of agriculture into the Middle East. When, you know, people started really expanding and building cities there, and it just wasn't just independent tribes fighting over land or uniting to create, you know, a bigger tribe. These group of people, this group of people, went, built the city of Jericho, brought in agriculture, brought in some form of religion, or whatever the case may be. They are part of a group of people called the Belfort people. Now, the Belfort people had a whole industry in throughout Northern Africa. In fact, the Belfort people are proto-Berbers, which are known as North African people today. They are the first Berbers, and also the first group of West African people, proto-West Africans. So this links Berbers and West Africans, even though they will claim there's no link. Berbers tend to want to be their own group, but there's a link there genetically because of the Belfort people, Bayfort people. I'm butchering their name too. You guys can look this stuff up because I'm going to butcher names today. But the, all these people are Y chromosome E, an African origin group of people. They were the first people to bring, to build a city in the Middle East, the Levant, the Levantine, or whatever they call it now, which is now known as Palestine and Israel. These were the first groups of people. You could label them Canaanites, you might, you could label them Israelites. The reality, it seems to be historically, non-biblically, the Canaanites and Israelites were the same group of people who just split off due to religious and cultural differences. The proof also in that is in the language group of the Semitic language being rooted in the Afro-Asiatic language. So why chromosome E, an African group of people, of men, and their women, which tends to be L, uh, MTDNAL. But we're, like I said, we're just going to focus on the Y chromosome, not excluding the women. The women are extremely important. But to get the biblical point across here into a scientific thing, Y chromosome E was the one who brought in agriculture to the Middle East. Most likely were the Canaanites and the Israelites. Non biblically, they are linked together. The Canaanites will later become Phoenicians. And we know Hannibal coming out of North Africa and his fight with Rome. The Canaanites will also later become the Israelites, who now today, I guess after they spread across, uh, had Judaism. which now becomes a religion, which many people practice today. So is it anti-Semitic to say blacks are the original Jews or were the first Jews? No, they were. There's no denying it. Biblically and scientifically, there's no denying it. I'm giving you guys the hermetic theory, which is not a, a great theory to go by because it is very rooted in racist anthropology and racist ideology but it's also used to prove a point that if Abraham spent most of his life around nothing but Hermetic people, his sons spent all his life, their lives around Hermetic people, his grandsons, his great-grandsons, 
these people would have to look hermetic slash African. Again, non-biblically, if you look at it, Canaanites, Africans, split off into becoming Israelites. They split off to become many different groups, but most notably Israelites and Phoenicians. Phoenicians were eventually moved to Lebanon, created Phoenician culture, which spread it into parts of North Africa and Berber people would then start mixing to look more so like what they look today and lose their more black African features. These people depicted themselves as Africans, as black people. You look at Egypt, they claim Egypt in the Middle East is in Africa. They build the pyramids. You see all the depictions of black people building pyramids. So even the Israelites, biblically, would if they were the ones building the pyramids according to the Bible, they would have to be black. Historically, non-biblically, it's just black people building the pyramids. But our minds have been so colonized by Eurocentric theories that we'll say aliens built it. Or more advanced, quote-unquote advanced, European civilization built it. It's bullshit. Again, in no way, shape, or form am I being biased here, guys, because I don't look African at all. But this is the reality, and I like history, and I like history to be told accurately. Okay? Look at the group I told you about. I, again, I'm butchering their name. Forgive me, but I spelled it out for you guys. The Nefutians. Uh, look at the Bayfour, Belfort people. I'm butchering their names as well. These are all African-based groups. The Bayfour are very uh, detrimental because they link... North African culture, Berber culture, to West African culture. If I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. There's a group of people in Senegal, mostly in Senegal. W-O-L-O-F, Wolof. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. They link the Berber and Wolof people together. Which links other West African to North African. North African links to East African. East African links to West and Central African. A lot of them look different now due to mixtures and stuff, but all these people were the people who were in Canaan, which now is known as Israel-Palestine. So again, even biblically, scientifically, yes, they have to be African. And they mix and, you know, they spread their culture. Culture spreads. Languages spread, religion spreads, and people take it and they run with it, and some people take it and they change it. They don't want to, you know, it happens. But this idea that it's anti Semitic to say blacks are the real Jews is nonsense. I'm giving you history that you guys can look up yourselves. Again, if you guys feel to, that you need to correct me, please do. If you guys you know, feel I'm right, let me know. If I missed out on something, let me know. I gave you guys a very short list of stuff, so there's a lot of gaps to fill in because I didn't want to sit there and get into a whole thing of Abraham marrying his wife and then moving to Egypt for the famine and coming back. I just didn't want to do all that. I just wanted to give you a basic step-by-step -step of what happened. Semitic people 
and Hamite people biblically are always linked together. Semitic people and Hamitic people, non-biblically, are the same people. And people who are calling themselves Semitic now have gotten their language and culture from the original Semitic people who were considered Hamite from African people. So modern day Semitic people, Jewish people, Arabic people, so on and so forth, got a lot of their culture and religion from African people. We know Arabic for sure because Arabic is not a race of people. Like Hispanic, it's not a race of people. It's a cultural group made up of different races and in the same language. There's a whole history about Saudi Arabia and Africans. They constantly were mixing and trading and fighting for certain, certain aspects. So we know that. Again, guys, look the stuff up yourself. I thought this would be longer. I did like five episodes of this and I went off on tangents and didn't make, I didn't feel I made sense. I probably don't even make sense of this one, but I'm tired. I just want to pump this episode out. Again, it is not anti-Semitic to say blacks are the original Jews. Blacks are the original Jewish people. The original Jews. I'm not going to say Jewish. The original Jews. They started the culture. The language group comes out of their culture. And it spread. There's nothing wrong with admitting that. They're the first people on earth. To sit here and say, no, they didn't do this, they didn't do that, is, is asinine. And at this point, to sit there and say, hey, Egyptians, the Egyptians weren't black, or the Aliens built the pyramids, or the more advanced civilization came in and built the pyramids. It, it's it's kind of racist at this point. You have to give credit where credit is due. We know the Romans built Rome and, and colonized a good part of the world eventually, which would break off to become different parts of Europe and, and the Western world of the Americas. We give them their credit for that. Why not don't we why can't we give Africans their credit for the pyramids and the Semitic the Semitic culture that so many people follow today and and hold near and dear. Like I said, if you guys disagree with me, please let me know. You could come on the podcast with me. We could go back and forth. We could go on a biblical topic. We could go on a scientific topic. Um, I would love to do an episode on why religion was created and how it is used to control people. But I would love to have people on there with me. Again, go on my IG page, Lewis underscore freaking underscore Ramos. Tell me your your opinions, your agreements, disagreements, corrections. Curse me, call me whatever you need to call me. Come on the show, we'll debate it. Go on my Twitter, the Reach Conspiracy Theorist Podcast. Do the same thing. This is one episode that. I will tell you my personal opinion. I don't feel is a reach at all. This is historic. This is even biblical. Okay. We could go on I, and I could get other people to come on and explain how they could link certain groups of people to the, to the biblical scriptures. But I want to base it more for history. And you guys are always free to let me know what you guys think. This is one serious episode. 
that I'll have in probably many, but again, I had to stay away from the the slapstick stuff today and come on to something serious. I'm working on a couple of uh, episodes coming up soon, probably one tomorrow. And, you know, hopefully you guys can get on to that and enjoy. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Again, do the research yourself. I'm not telling you this is the be-all, end-all. I could be missing a big point. If you guys come and do the research with me, we could talk about it. I'm open to correction. Again, non-biblically, Hermetic and Semitic are the same thing. Non-biblically, Semitic language and culture is a Afro-Asiatic culture. It spawned off of that. Biblically, Hermetic and Semitic people are two different people, but they were constantly around each other and mixing with each other. Well, not even mixing with each other because it was mostly Semitic people mixing with Hermetic people. Because the Israelites are like the youngest nation biblically. So try to use that on see how, how these people were seeing stuff back then. They would have to have been dark, black-skinned people resembling Africans. Nick Cannon is not racist for saying that, or anti-Semitic for saying that. Uh, the other stuff he said, I'm not defending. But no, anybody who's claiming that is not saying that to be anti-Semitic. They're saying it so you could go look at the history yourself and read it. Study it. Let's stop taking credit away from black African people. Let's give them their credit. They deserve it. Again, people, they're the first people on this damn planet. They're the first, you know, modern humans on Earth. Hell, we could even go into a deeper topic. They're some of the purest humans on Earth because everybody else is mixed with Neanderthal or some some form of pre-human. Arc-human, as they call it. Not in, not in large amounts, but you have it in you. I have it in me. You know what I'm saying? I have some kind of Neanderthal traits in me. Not much, probably like a 1% or 2%, but it's, it's there. You know what I'm saying? Give these people their credit. We give every other civilization and culture their credit. We give the China and the Han Dynasty their credit for what they do, what they did. We give Rome their credit. We give the Greeks unlimited amount of credit. And a lot of their stuff and their stories are based on mythology. But they were so advanced with the arc, uh, agriculture and and stories and poems and Cult, um, music and all that stuff. Where did they get it from? From Egypt, from Africa. It's not anti-Semitic. Blacks are the original Jews. I'm not saying that they are the founders of the Judaism religion, but they are the original Jews. Give these people their credit, because there's a good chance if you're not if you're not of African origin, your ancestors got something from them. Hispanic people. Give these people their credit and stop denying. A lot of you need to stop denying that you're black because you're eating African foods. Plantains and cassavas and all that stuff is, is of African roots. Your music is of African roots. Give these people their credit. It's not anti-Semitic. This stuff needs to stop. Let's get out of this 
thing that certain people can't do certain things, especially when they were the first people doing it. That was the basis of this podcast. Probably a little, probably not funny. Some of y'all probably will find it funny because you don't agree. Again, hit me up on social media. Thank you guys for listening so much. Thank you guys for listening to my rambling at the end. Let me know what you think. And hopefully I'll come up with, uh, go back on topic tomorrow. Have a nice day, guys.